0: This is LBC leading Britain's conversation. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. Call 0345 6060973. Tweet at LBC. Text 84850. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC.
1: Four minutes after 12 is the time and uh, I feel most weeks it's nice, isn't it, to, to get to Mystery Hour. It's a bit like doing lessons outside when the sun's out or something like that you know that the the other 14 hours of the week are crucial and important and i do my best to make them as interesting as i can but there is something about this hour this this thursday lunchtime hour that we spend together that feels a little bit demob doesn't it a little bit end of term so why if you're new to it would i describe it in such glowing terms the answer is that you'll learn something and you'll laugh in the course of the next hour if you don't i will give you a full read of the price of entry. You will learn something and you will laugh, possibly even out loud. Whether or not what you learn is remotely useful, um that I'm afraid I cannot guarantee. It's this. It's the radio equivalent of the um newspaper columns where someone writes in with a question, why do we do this? What's the origin of that? Where does that come from? What's that? I saw this, I didn't understand it. Who, why, what, where, when, whither, whence, wherefore, and so on. Uh, and then, a couple of days or weeks or months later, someone else writes in with the answer. And that's it, actually. Although, you'll have to trust me when I say it's, it's the travelling that constitutes the fun of the fair more than the actual destination. If you've got a question, then wait till you hear me say the phone number. There aren't any phone lines free at the moment, but because there are two rules, there will be some phone lines free in a couple of minutes' time. Those two rules are, you're not allowed to be boring, and I know that's a little unfair and possibly even rude, but... If it's a dull question, for example, about parking tickets or motoring or, or, or something like that, uh, if it's a question to which it's highly unlikely the majority of people listening will want to know the answer once they've heard the question, you might be politely invited to move along. And similarly with repetition, which is even less of your fault, because you don't know what we've done before over the months or years, but if if we can remember relatively recently dealing with the question you've got, again, you'll be politely invited by Sandra or Michael to... Um, to move along and make room for the next caller. So that's it, I think. Six minutes after the Should we crack straight on? I think we should this week. Uh, yeah? Cool. Martin is in Bexley Heath. What's your question, Martin?
2: Hello, James. How are you going? Oh, um, you one. know,
3: you see the royal family uh, at Buckingham Palace on the balcony, all in their military uniforms. Occasionally, you see Prince Edward there as well, wearing what looks like a military uniform. <laughs> Does that represent anything, or has he just
1: found the keys to the dressing up box? <laughs> not, well, Prince Edward at least had a go at joining the Royal Marines, didn't he? I
3: oh no, he failed out, didn't he? Yeah, but he's
1: further yeah. than we got, Marty. Well, I can't speak for you. It's further. It's a hell of a lot further than I got. Well, it's Prince Charles the other day as well. Uh, do you know? Do you know like golden ropes? There's only two places I've ever seen golden ropes yeah. in my life. One is on an old lady's curtains. You yeah. know, when they've got that golden rope holding their curtains back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the other is on, is on Prince Charles' shoulders whenever he's doing ceremonial duties. He's got more uniforms than the village people. It?
3: it is funny. But I just thought, like, Prince Edward being the one. I've seen it. They're sort of, like, not the right colour. You know, they might be a sort
1: of... A well, he's, he's almost certainly commander-in-chief of, of a regiment or two. So it'd be an mm. honorary... <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> He's going to listen to him. <laughs> He's going listen to him. Uh, well, lots of people are. Full lock tugging, deferential, oh, quote right, patriotic right. end quote. So Edward's the one because I've got more of a problem with Prince Charles walking around dressed like Action Man than I have with Prince Edward. Yeah,
3: but I just thought Prince Edward was funny because he dropped out of commando so famously. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
1: I know, but no, it, he'll be Commander in Chief. I don't, I don't know what of. Do you uh, want me to check? I mean, or are you going to take that no, as a? You been charged with knives and forks in the kitchen. You never know. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Should we do? I'm going to run as Martin as a side order this hour. Yeah. Where else have you seen golden ropes, old ladies' curtains, and Prince Charles's shoulder? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it means I get a round of applause, though. Don't I? Don't I? Is that what? What? Well, he's a commander in chief of regiments. All right, take the round of applause back then until we find out... Can we do it? Can we take it back in any way? We've got a sound effect for a reversed round of applause? Like the sound of two hands coming apart? Martin, thank you. Great start. Dave's in Orpington. Dave, question or answer? Uh,
0: There's a question,
4: please.
1: All right, cheer up, Dave.
4: I'm alright, right. uh, (laughs) The sun's out. (laughs) I'm stuck in your your, your booth
1: there. I might open the window if you're good. Go on, what have you got?
4: Okay. I was wondering why Hare Krishna worshippers wear orange. (laughs) Oh, no, another colour question. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the last one wasn't a color question oh. the uniform I know the answer to it, but i've, already, I've oh.
4: so I remember them from the eighties. they just go on the little bongo drums and they still do
1: again. you just, you still you come up uh, up near Soho square in central London uh, they've got um, a, a restaurant there and you often find them dancing with their symbols of uh, Harry, Harry yeah. Yeah. Harry Krishna I've been tempted to join in occasionally, not necessarily while sober um when Mrs. O'Brien was pregnant and mm. and because we had quite a lot of difficulty getting pregnant, we, we ended up in all these sort of new age places. I, I do have a vague memory of one of the new age people, not the one that told me that I needed to drink horse's milk in order to, to, uh, to, to, to supercharge my... Anyway. But get lots of orange flowers when she's lying in bed pregnant because it's, it, it's very calming. Orange is a very calming colour.
4: And that's it. I think it's a, it's a bright colour, though, isn't it, orange?
1: I'm not taking a round of applause for that, Dave, I, I, obviously. Oh, nice. it's, a, it's, a, it's a, But that that is probably something to do... It is quite a bright colour, but it's quite calming. You, you wouldn't look at orange and feel oppressed or depressed, would you? You'd always feel a little bit uplifted by orange, wouldn't you?
4: Yeah, but so is pink. Pink's nice,
1: calming colour. Pink is quite a nice, calming colour. I don't know that it's quite as calming as orange is, though.
4: Nice yellow.
1: Oh, well, there's always yellow, yeah.
4: So, Purple. So nice. Purple. Yep.
1: Again, that is something else that's been ruined by UKIP. Uh, Dave, I will do my best to get you an answer to that question. And if I do, the round of applause will be for the caller, not indeed for me. 03456060973 is the number to call. Why do Harry Krishnas wear orange? Why does Prince Edward get a military uniform? Alex is in Guildford. Question or answer, Alex? Uh, it's a question. Yes.
3: Oh, hiya. Um, just before I say anything, I just want to apologise to anyone that's about to eat their lunch or anything oh, like that.
1: no. How did you get through with something that needs that kind of caveat?
3: Uh, I think I think the lady I spoke to, she's just about to eat what she's I'm going to talk about. She's so. quite
1: new. I hope, I hope you haven't taken advantage of her goodwill.
3: <laughs> maybe, maybe. Come on, then. Um, what it is, I just want to know why, um, with our bowel movements, that uh, when we eat sweet corn, that although when we go a to toilet... Yeah,
1: alright, just just there. say why can't we digest sweet corn properly? Well, we don't yeah, yeah. We...
3: but I yeah. know like all the bad stuff comes out there. I mean why
1: That's do you want to talk about it? You part sound part part like part a part pervert part. now, you sound weird. We've got the question. I, know, I Wh- really do. Yeah. yeah I really why do. is it hard to digest sweet corn? That's all you need to say. You don't need to start yeah, drawing yeah. pictures.
5: <laughs> oh I wanna get so ridiculed for this at work. The,
1: well the answer's <laughs> easy as well. Yeah, go on. Is the skin's really thick? Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, same reason that if you, if you if you same reason if you took a bite out of a rubber that would also pass through your body un, more or less untouched. What
0: about grapes? They've got quite a thick skin. Yeah, but you
1: never swallow a grape whole, do you? <laughs> Although in, in your <laughs> case, Alex, in your case, I'm tempted to recommend it. <laughs> that is the answer. That is the answer, and 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 there's a there's a lesson there for all of us. Round of applause, please. Thank you very much. Alex, mind how you go. And also, if you're worried about it, just chew more. Uh, Shahid is in Bow. Shahid, question or answer?
4: Uh,
3: It's a question, please, James. Go on, Shahid. Okay, so basically, I was at the ATM today. I was withdrawing some money. Yeah. And this is a thought that's come to me quite often. Yeah. How much money is there in your average ATM? So,
6: like, I mean, obviously, there are different types. There's there's the the little one. You mean just
1: the main one stuck on the side of a bank? Yeah, like the hole in the wall. Yeah. Um, I've always you, to... Yeah, just back up a minute, pal, all right?
6: What... Go
1: on. What... What have you got planned?
3: Uh, what do you mean? Oh. What, day oh. or... Well, well, what, or
1: what, a what, lifetime? Well, I think you know what I'm driving at, Shahid. What, what? Well, struggling a bit at the uh, moment, are we? You're looking for, a, looking, for a really. a just, looking for just, a bit of a payday. Looking for a bit of a payday, yeah, yeah. Investing in a forklift truck, is it Shaheed, or something like that, mate? Is it? Is it? No, I, I,
6: look, I've just graduated, James. I don't
1: do that. All right then. Um, so you just it's just an work, academic man? interest. You know, you I I'm thinking student loans, mate. A lot of graduate debts no, these days. You could absolutely. just seat yourself out, just dig yourself right. out of a I hole think- with a little bit of. Uh, Smash and grab? No, no,
0: no, 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 that's not me, I'm afraid. Are uh, you sure? Interest, James. I don't I don't know. Are you, you sure about that,
1: Because, I mean, uh, theoretically, you, you would not actually admit to your nefarious plans, would you? Just because I'd called you on them, you'd be bound to say, oh, no, that's not me at all, James. No, James, not in a million years, James.
0: No, that is far too clever for me to answer.
1: <laughs> how much <laughs> money is that? there in a full one? So after they finish filling it up, how much is in it? That's a good way of asking it yeah there we go so uh, yeah all right and someone will know that because someone listening to this will do this for a living that's a, not a conceited statement there is all human life is here but they may be prevented from telling us for security reasons i don't know how much money is in an average just filled up cash point atm uh why do harry krishnas wear orange what what, what was the first one uh why does prince edward wear a military uniform and how much money is there in a recently filled ATM? Shall we... I think we can squeeze in one more. Tracy's in Stone. Stone where? Stone in Staffordshire?
7: In Staffordshire, yes.
1: Your local MP is a good friend of mine.
7: He is. Bill Cash.
1: Yeah, we love Bill Cash. Yes. <laughs> Carry on.
7: <laughs> well, I hope it isn't sort of a too dodgy question to ask for radio, actually. Oh, hang on a
1: minute. It's not about sweet corn, is it?
7: No, 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 not at all. All right, go on. Uh, if he were to murder
1: someone... Whoa! <laughs> hang on, she's he's just nicking cash points. What have you got planned?
7: nothing it's not a loaded question it's just out of interest if if you were to murder someone and you were named in their will to inherit from them would you still be entitled to get the money or is there something in law that stops you from sort of gaining from your crime
1: i I, I find it hard to believe that this question has just popped up into your mind unprompted, <laughs> Tracy. Seriously, and you sound like I such a my husband
2: a, isn't listening. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. Or your gran or your mum or indeed anybody <laughs> you've ever come across in your life who might be tempted to leave you a few trinkets.
2: What, it was just
7: out of interest whether you can actually, you know, for instance, what would stop you putting all that money into a high-interest account before you went to prison and then coming out a very rich person?
1: I, um... I like this question. I'm fairly sure, as I'm sure you are as well, that that, that you can't benefit from a... I'm sure you
7: can't. If you
1: are convicted of the murder of someone, you can't benefit from their will. But we need it definitive, don't we? We need a lawyer or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Good work, Tracy. Thank you. Give my love to Bill if you see him, won't you? I will
0: do. (laughs) It's 12.15. This is LBC. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC. It's twenty
1: minutes after twelve. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. If you're just joining us, well, what we've got is two callers who've given me quite serious concern about their criminal plans. Shaheed wants to know how much money there is in the average recently filled cash point, while Tracy wants to know whether or not you can inherit money from someone you've murdered if you're named in their will. So I, during the travel news, suddenly had this terrible image of Shahid pulling off his massive cash point robbery later today, leaving a will in which all the money is left to Tracy, at which point Tracy, of course, does he mean? Maybe that's just the way my mind works. Uh, why do Harry Krishnas wear orange, and why does Prince Edward get to wear a military uniform? Um, those are the four questions on the board so far, which means, of course, there's room for your answers, but room for loads more questions too. Let's go to David in Waterloo. David, question or answer?
0: It's a answer, James. Good, good man. It's the one about uh, Prince Edward.
1: Why does he get to wear military yeah. uniforms and gold ropes?
0: Right. Right, uh, the Queen is the uh, the overseer of all the uh, military. She's the Colonel in Chief. Now she can't be the the Colonel of every regiment.
1: No. Uh,
0: and, and represent herself. So she appoints members uh, that she sees fit, and and in Princess Anne, Edward, yeah. Charles, to represent her. And when he is doing the representation as as Colonel of the regiment, that is why he wears the relevant uniform of that regiment.
1: Even if she's there though
0: he is there and when he is she is she is colonel in chief. Yeah. He is only colonel of the regiment. Yeah. So he has to he still wears what you say that little gold thing round his shoulder which is an egglet. Uh, of
1: course it is and
0: he has to wear it and it's a gold egglet. Eaglelet, uh, yes, it's made of two uh, percent gold braid.
1: But, uh, and and is that the same stuff that old ladies use on their curtains?
0: <laughs> no, James. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no. no <definitely laughs> all right, not. sorry.
1: No, all right. I just thought it might. I mean, it looks the same. So he is the uh, Royal Mr. Wessex because he's the Royal Wessex. So I, okay, so I was kind of right, but not as right as you are. What are your qualifications?
0: I used to be the senior tailor in the household division.
1: Shut the front door!
0: No, that's what I used to be. Really? Yes.
1: So how many uniforms would the average... would, would Prince Edward have? Because he's got... I mean, four or five colonel-in-chief uh, jobs. Some of them are Canadian, aren't they? So would, would he get a uniform for each one, or would he have something he, on his...
0: He gets a uniform for each one, and uh, each, each time he represents, he has to get changed into... Whichever uniform, whichever unit he's going to,
1: depending on what duty he's fulfilling. This is a beautiful answer. What, what big job that isn't it? And how how much work is there? Were you looking after normal soldiers' uniforms as well?
0: Yeah, I was looking after all the officers and all the uh, soldiers of the Household Division. So
1: you're a fully trained tailor. Yes, and uh,
0: which the, which the army train you?
1: Do they? So you're a soldier and a tailor.
0: Yes, first first and foremost, tinker, I mean, tinker. I mean,
1: Tinker um, sailor. <laughs> I, I
0: was Sorry. also a qualified butcher within the army as
1: well. <laughs> Do you know? I've had a few suits made by people who I think were qualified butchers, David. Yeah. In
0: no, the past,
1: right. I love this. answer. This is why Mystery Hour is so magical. I don't, who'd have thought it? What are you yeah, doing now? Um, wh- wh- which wh- are you? Wh- what business are you in now? What, what, what side of the? St- I'm
0: a black cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: yeah. Round of applause for David. <laughs>
1: Absolutely beautiful answer. And in fact, given that he has five or six honorary positions, David, when I suggested that Prince Edward had more uniforms than the village people, I think I was on the money.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) And he does dress up in the well.
1: (laughs) If you build it. Shirley's in Hatfield. Question or answer, Shirley?
8: It's an answer, James. Hi. 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 It's an answer to the ATM question. How much
1: money will there be in in a recently filled, a just filled ATM, on average?
8: On average, on a usual combination of cartridges, £120,000. No way. Yes.
1: I think you're supposed to go, yes, way.
8: (laughs) Oh, yes, way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Qualifications?
8: Uh, I used to work for a bank and spent many days counting and filling ATMs.
1: So how much is in a cartridge?
8: Um, 40, 40 and two lots of 20. That's split between 20s
2: and 10s.
1: Oh, you're good. G- Gulam's been in touch by Twitter. He, he says he used to work in a bank as well. Fourth time, fourth tweet ever. That's the only reason I'm reading it out. He said about a hundred thousand, but but you, I prefer your answer. It sounds more detailed. Forty, forty, and two lots of twenty. And how often would it get refilled on a sort of high street?
8: Um, it depends. Probably twice, twice, two times, two, three times a week, depending mm. on the usage. Yeah,
1: but. it's a lot of cash, isn't it?
8: Yeah, I mean, Leicester Square, you could probably be filling
1: it once a day. Wow. I don't know why that's so... You you, you think this is quite dull because you're so used to it and you've dealt with it, (laughs) don't you? I can tell from your voice, Shirley, you can't believe everyone else is so gobsmacked by this. You should see Jones the Engineer. He, he He doesn't look that alert at the best of times, but right now he looks truly gobsmacked. Yep. Well, yeah,
8: no, you get used to it when you're...
1: What's it like? And I know this. I know you must have been asked this question a billion times. But do you never feel any temptation whatsoever?
8: No, <coughs> sadly, because it, it doesn't seem like real money. No, of course, it,
1: yeah, yeah, I get that. I get. Yeah, you might as well be dealing with widgets, counting widgets. It's just not money, money.
8: No, exactly. Yes, it's not. It, it doesn't belong to me. So it doesn't. But if you gave me ten, twenty thousand pounds. Um, then I'd
1: be amazed because it belonged to me. Yeah, no, I get that. I, get, I, 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 I do. Shirley, it's earned you a round of applause, which, let's be honest, is priceless. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 26 minutes after 12. John's in Wembley. John, question or answer? Question. Go on.
6: Yeah. Um, what does it mean when a unit or um, an organisation gets the freedom of a city? Um, does it mean that the people that are in that organisation do they get the freedom individually and what does it mean if I go to visit there
1: oh i like this so you're, you're ex military I, su- I suspect yeah, what, yeah, what what yeah, what what yeah. what does your regiment enjoy the freedom of do you not get
6: we 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 got the freedom of Arnhem. so you I mean, it was back in back in 82 82 83 yeah we got the freedom of Arnhem for the contributions our regiment put into the battle of Arnhem.
1: So what What does Who's that mean that to tomorrow? you? What can, if you go to Arnhem tomorrow, what you're really asking, and we've dressed it up as much as we can, John, you want to know what you get, right? Yeah, damn yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> what do I, what do I, go to Arnhem. If, if, and if it's enough, you'll book a ticket tomorrow, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's nothing, you get a pat on the back and a handshake, you're staying in Wembley. <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that question. I, I, I don't know if it's the same for every freedom. I, freedom of the City of London used to... You know, I read these weird books. It used to involve being able to beat your flock of sheep over, over Tower Bridge or something like that, and uh, there's all sorts of things like that, but I love that, Fred, John's regiment has been awarded the freedom of the city of Arnhem, or the town of Arnhem what does that mean, if John turns up as, a, as, a, as an ex-member of that regiment 03456060973 Karen's in Leon C uh, question or answer, Karen
8: a question please, James, good afternoon fantastic yep. show,
1: you're very kind, thank you very much
8: you're welcome. Um, I was listening to a conversation, or overheard a conversation the other day, where somebody said pardon my French and then used an exclusive and I was thinking, where does that expression come from? Pardon my French. Why do we use that?
1: I like that. <laughs> no, I, like, I, like, I like that. I, I, someone else I had a Twitter question. I've just remembered it. Because so, I said pardon my French on air this week. I can't remember when, but I remember saying it. And I say <laughs> fill my boots a lot. And someone wanted to know the origin of the phrase fill my boots. From boots. But um, we'll do that um, one next week. We'll do this one this week. I like this. Pardon. Okay,
8: great. And just the previous question about the ATM, I hope you don't mind. I know you've got two answers. But you were saying, why does the woman get tempted to, you know, dip her fingers? You never have one person in the ATM. There's always two. Ah. So you always have someone checking it or filling it together so one doesn't get tempted.
1: <laughs> yes, of course. And how do you know that?
8: ex-bank manager how many people
1: are listening to this program who have filled cash points so <laughs> oh, it's quite bizarre i love it and and we'll get you an answer to your pardon my french question as a bank manager no doubt you never ever 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 employ an expletive or a profanity of any kind you're listening to james o'brien on lbc the time is 29 minutes after 12 0345 is the number that you need to get involved questions still in need of answers I like the Harry Krishna question. I like the murder will question. We've done the ATM question. What does the freedom of the city of Arnhem actually mean? And can you explain the origins of the phrase... Oh, Rolex. Pardon my French. It's coming up to half past twelve you're listening to. LBC. 33 minutes after twelve. If you murder someone uh, and they've left you something in their will, do you still get it? I'm pretty clear the answer is no, but we need it definitively confirmed um, by a lawyer, I suppose. Why do Harry Krishna wear orange... Uh, what do you get if you get the freedom of a city? Um, in our caller's case, it was the freedom of Arnhem, which is, is something of which to be rightly proud, but does it actually involve any kind of stuff? Kickbacks? Not cash, but do you get a free lunch or something when you turn up there, or you're allowed to go into bits of Arnhem that other visitors cannot reach? I don't know. I want you to tell me. And the origin of the phrase, pardon my French, sometimes the, the stuff that's in common usage, parlance, that is French, almost. Uh, we never stop to think about where it comes from. Sometimes it's obvious. You sort of can work it out easily. Sometimes rhyming slang plays a part, actually, even when it isn't immediately obvious. But on this one, pardon my French. I do not know. Al's in Park Royal. Our question or answer?
4: It's a question, please, James. Yes. Um, so as I was driving back from Hull at the weekend, Hull? Um, I. Hull, yes. Oh. Um, yes, it's a great little place, actually.
1: You should go visit. It's lovely. I
4: know no, no, um, no, 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 Hull. Uh, I'm sure you do Kingston Um, up
1: on Hull Hull Hull
4: that one yes yes the very same my dad used Um, to be
1: on the Hull Daily Mail
4: oh really yeah yeah, fantastic yeah lovely little rag yeah yeah. yeah, Um, anyways um, by the way um, we digress so uh, I was wondering about clouds um, and I know that they're essentially water vapour but if water is basically clear or a slight tinge of blue um, why why are clouds white and why can't we see through them
1: but well, you can see through them, if, you, if, well, if you're very close to them, and they're quite... I mean, it's only like the stuff that comes out of your kettle.
4: That's white as well. White? But why is that white? Why isn't it clear, like water is? Well, is it the fact that it's vapour? Well,
1: so ice isn't clear either.
4: So why can't we see through ice either? Oh, well, you can see through ice sometimes, like ice sculptures when they're... Perfectly yeah,
1: you can dry, so sometimes, you can. depending on how much oxygen is, is, is contained, how much air is trapped within the molecules of water and it's the same with vapor there's air and water there in the steam so the steam what takes up the most room if if you boil a glass of water what will take up the most room the water or the steam or is it the same
4: um i don't understand the question i I would
1: have yeah no you do you're just beginning to realize how obvious the answer to your question is (laughs)
9: So, sorry, if you take a glass of
4: water...
1: Yeah, what takes up the most room? A boiled glass of water, i.e. a, a glass of water that's been rendered steam, or, or a glass of water that's still water? Are
4: they not the same?
1: Of course they're not, no. So, ice expands as well. Ice takes up more room than water does. Oh, I see, okay. Because it, a, air gets involved in the equation. And when air gets involved uh... in the equation, you're not comparing light like to light. Like. So, water vapour contains a lot more air than water does. Oh, go! you
4: can't okay. see through it. The penny has just dropped.
1: You shouldn't have done, because if you were being really obtuse, you'd have said, Well, hang on, James, air is see through as well. And um, I wouldn't have had an answer okay. to that, but I don't need one because you didn't.
4: <laughs>
1: Fair enough. So, mm. <laughs> that's it. I mean, I, 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 I'm not taking that as a, as a round of applause because I, I just worked it out. It doesn't really count as knowledge,
4: hmm.
1: it counts as sort of common sense, but I'll wait to hear from a scientist.
4: Very well. All Thank right. You
1: Yeah, well, maybe Professor Howe could deal with caller Al. Rob's in Waltham, Waltham Abbey. Rob, question or answer?
5: I've got an answer, James. Carry on. Uh, It's the Harry Krishna question. Why do they wear orange? Yes. It's not actually orange, it's saffron. Oh. Which, as you know, is the world's rarest spice. And it's always been traditionally worn by Brahmins and yogis in India. And uh, that's the reason why they wear it. It's the most auspicious. Regarded as very auspicious color
1: because of I mean it's because be, because of saffron
5: because of saffron is rare in the same now, way. No, I know saffron's regard- rare, but vanilla's rare, and and well, it's not as rare in the same way as we regard gold, the rarest metal, or you know diamonds, the rarest. From afar, but
1: sure, sure. No, but it's not enough. I mean, Harry Krishnas are supposed to eschew all worldly goods, aren't they? They're not supposed to revere stuff because of its material value.
5: Well, I'm not a Hare Krishna. Uh, I was involved with them. I was doing a bit of filming on one of their productions, and I asked uh, the question. And they
1: do say saffron, not orange. You're right, Brahmacaris. Yes,
5: yeah, that was that's the answer that I know. It may yeah. not be definitive, but that's the answer I know. Uh, I. <sighs> You don't like it, I can tell.
1: Well, I I don't dislike it. I just thought it might have something to do with the power of orange or the power of the saffron colour rather than the association with the... They come out of the stamens of flowers, don't they, saffron?
5: Exactly. Exactly. So to harvest them must be a labour-intensive process in itself. So people must have recognised that and only afforded that colour for the Brahmins in the same way as in Europe... They used to use cobalt blue for royalty,
1: they, or yeah, they did, and purple in ancient Rome for for for, for privilege as well. Um, I think I'm going to give you the round of applause, but but what if a Harry Krishna rings in with a better answer?
5: I'll happily take it off it back.
1: All right then.
6: <laughs> much.
1: Cheers, Rob. No, my well, you are honoured. Mind how you go. Kate's in Worcester Park. Good, Kate. Question or answer?
7: I have an answer for you, James. Carry on. It's It's for the um, will and murder question. If you murder someone, you are not eligible to receive anything that you would have been eligible to receive in their will.
1: Who gets it instead?
7: Um, It would be distributed out to other people, other benefactors, or it would have to go to court.
1: Fair enough. Qualifications?
7: My boyfriend's parents own a will-writing company. I was helping his dad to revise for an exam.
1: (laughs) That's lovely. I had to guess the answer to the question, qualifications. I don't think I would have come up with my boyfriend's parents own a will-writing company in a million years. I'd have presumed you were a solicitor. Pardon? Can I give them a plug? Um, What do you think, Michael?
7: What about instead of a d- round d- d- of d- d- applause?
1: D- 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 wow! Are you hoping... For, uh, you're currying favour with the in-laws here, Kate, on a, on a fairly spectacular level. There's <laughs> nothing controversial about a will-writing company, is there? I can't, yeah, G- Jones the Engineer has said, yes, you may.
7: Thank you. They are called exclusively Will.
1: That's a nice name. And you can have a round of applause as well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Whereas if you try to smuggle in the plug for free, I'd cut you off. Paula's in New Elton. Paula, question or answer?
7: I've got an answer, I think. Marvelous. Oh, well, I know, I know I do. I uh, know, well, definitely. That's I do. it,
1: that's better. Confidence. Come on. Yes. Po- PMA, positive mental attitude. What is it? What's it an answer to?
7: It is the answer to, excuse my French. Oh, yes. And it, I think it, co- well, it comes No, I know, to
1: I, know I know, I know. Co- I
7: know that it stems back to uh, middle uh, Middle Ages, Anglo Saxon sort of era. Yes. And um, the English or the Anglo Saxons. When they swore, they would tend to use um, words like that, that related to bodily functions, like, well, you, you can yeah, imagine yeah, what they yeah, are. Yeah,
6: anyway. yeah, 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 yeah,
7: Whereas the French, when they swore, they would use um, sort of religious connotations, like sacre bleu,
1: sacre and, bleu.
7: and bon Dieu,
1: Mon and Dieu. that
7: was considered to be blasphemous. So if anybody blasphemed or, or um, used the name of God in vain, it would be, excuse my French.
1: As in Norman. That was not that was in well, it
7: was back a long time ago. Yeah,
1: so so French, Norman, Norman French, and it, it just became so so. Blasphemy was French, and uh, well, swearing was 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 Anglo-Saxon. Yes. Well, not swearing. What's the word we're looking for? Like rude stuff that doesn't invoke in, the in... name of God or anything like that. Like like we all know the words, but we're not going to say them on the radio, are oh, we? No, absolutely yeah. oh, not. Absolutely non. um Qualifications.
7: Uh, qualifications, I have been... Uh, not so much now, but I used to watch CBeebies, or C- CBBC with my children. Horrible Histories. And it was
1: horrible all Histories. 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 Yes. I, I feel a bit embarrassed now that I didn't know this. I thought I'd watched all of the Horrible Histories available to man. Are the kids grown out of it now, Paula?
2: They
7: are, yeah. That's 11 a and, and 9, but they, they're far too mature.
1: Well, they're, they're, Tell you what they might like. The new film that's out. Have you heard about that? No. There's a there's a there's a film out that's been made by the horrible histories troupe. but I can't remember what it's flipping called. Forgive me. It's, it's about Shakespeare and and the mysteries of what Shakespeare might have got up to before he became a famous playwright. They'd enjoy that. Did you say eleven and nine? Have I frightened Paula away? No, the line's gone down. It's all everything's falling apart. Let's go to John in Brecon in Powys. John, question or answer? Answer. Carry on, John.
6: Freedom of the city granted to um, uh, regimental units. Yes, it gives the unit the right to march through the city with bandits fixed and colours flying. Ooh, normally uh, uh, the army is not allowed to march through through Britain armed. But if it has the freedom, it can be armed by having bayonets fixed, and it can have its <coughs> colours flying.
1: Oh, I like that. What about outside Britain? Because it was a jo- John in and Wembley would, had freedom of Arnhem.
6: Would depend, that would depend on the rules in Arnhem. But,
1: but it is, is only it so. It's only re- relevant to the entire regiment. You couldn't. John in yeah. Wembley can't go go no, it, the
6: freedom on is his own. The regiment, yes. not the individual members of it.
1: So, in answer to the question, if he went to Arnhem tomorrow, what would he get? The answer is naff all. Yeah, pat on the back. Qualifications, John?
6: I did my national service in the Royal Warwickshire Regiment, which had the freedom of the city of Birmingham, and we did march through Birmingham with bayonets fixed and colours flying when we lined the route for the, for the Queen.
1: Oh, magnificent. What year was that?
6: Uh, 55. Oh, now, splendid. 1955.
1: I love that idea. And then bayonets up because it's a sort of issue of trust, really. It's sort of saying you're, 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 you're good lads and you're on our side, you can have your bayonets out. Correct. John, I'm going to award you a round of applause. Thank
6: you very
1: much. No, thank you very much. I love that. Uh, of course, something. Well, it's bad news for John in Wembley. Good news for John in Brecon. Uh, Tushar is in Soho, in, in central London. Tushar, question or answer?
9: Um, actually, sir, it's actually an answer to your. Um, well, it's an answer to the, the the chap that said he knew the answer to the um, the robe bearing the orange saffron sort of argument. The yes, he actually, yes. Um, he was actually wrong. In fact, I mean, he has. He's right in the sense it is actually saffron, but. Um, the issue actually is more so than it's not um not as simple as just what he said actually no. there's a, there's various sort of situ- situations so for example um a student would uh, or a married man would wear um white robes um the saffron robes would be worn by the ordained monks um and it's it's more so it's um the, this this color and saffron um, it represents like humility and freedom from vanity actually so it's not nothing to do with exclusivity or you know uniqueness of the of the color it's nothing if anything it's contrary to that.
1: Well, um, what are your qualifications, Tushar?
9: I'm I'm actually um, I'm, a, well, I'm I wouldn't say I'm practicing but I'm uh, I'm trying to become a monk at the moment. Um, uh, in, I'm at Soho currently at the there's a temple in Soho. Um,
1: I know it well with the vegetarian restaurant on the ground floor.
9: Amazing food! You should definitely come and check it out. I you have
1: been try. actually, just on the on the on the on the brink of of Soho Square, isn't it? Just between Oxford Street and and Soho. Uh,
9: yes, uh, yes, right next to a club on one side, and the other side you've got the whole of Soho. So it's perfect position, I feel.
1: And then uh, the house on the other side is where Mary Seacole used to live.
9: Exactly, yeah. The exactly, blue plaque on the, on the wall.
1: If it's a bit. It's hard to believe. There's hundreds of thousands of people listening to this, to sure. It's just like two mates having a chat.
9: Exactly. I literally <laughs> forgot I was on
1: the radio. <laughs> uh, round of applause! How, 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 what, are, what are the sort of qualification processes? Do, you, do you, At what, what point do you become a fully-fledged, because you said you're trying to become a monk? What, what's I the mean, ordination?
9: I, I think it's more so, uh, it's a very specific individual journey, um, you know, studying of the yes. ancient uh, Vedic scriptures, the the scriptures that are, uh, you know, prescribed um, along the sort of v- the Vedic journey. So, um, a lot of yoga, a lot of asans, um, um, a lot of learning, a lot of, uh, se- we call it seva, which is selfless service. So yes. Just, I mean, it's, just, it's a journey, and it could take as long as it takes, really. Oh, There's I see. no specific path, and it's open to anyone, really, so it's not like a specific, you Lovely.
1: know. Lovely. Um, no, love it, love it, love it, love it. And that's beautifully done. Did we, get, we gave him his round of applause. Presumably, you'd have preferred it with a few bells involved, or symbols, rather than just mere applause, Tushar.
9: I mean, listen, I, I know I'm, I'm trying with this whole service, but I'll happily take a second round of applause if you're going to
1: be off. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There's no vow of poverty there. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I shall try to say hello next time I find myself availing myself of the delicious vegetarian curries that you serve in that corner of Soho. It's 12.47. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Mystery I continues after this. Beverly, with you in eight minutes. We've got some questions that need answering before then. I, however, have a little bit of housekeeping to do. Paula is in New Elton. Paula, you got cut off before you got your round of applause.
2: I did. The phone went
7: completely dead. And I've I've called loads of times, but I never went to finish it. And the first time I went to finish it, the phone
1: line went dead. How amazing, then, out of the goodness of my heart, I just instructed the team to call you back. Oh, I
7: know. Very good.
1: And I was in the middle of telling you about the Horrible Histories film
7: the song there's the, the, the new film
1: there's a new film out yeah i will
7: google it later on you
1: don't need to i'm here to help it's called bill it's out on the 21st of august and it imagines what would have happened to shakespeare in the days before he became a famous playwright it's extremely funny and it contains all the cast of horrible history
7: fantastic
1: we would be going to that and now a round of applause
7: yes.
1: just 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 remind me whether you could get this sort of service on any other radio station in the land paula no i don't listen Many any other radio station. Exactly. And, and why on earth would you? Thank you, Paula. Professor Hall is here now. It's as if it's as if the embarrassment of riches won't end. Professor Hall is the Professor of the Public Understanding of Science at the University of Brighton. And I said we needed a scientist. Lo and behold, here he is. What have you got for me?
3: Hello, James. Oh, um, well. I thought we could have a, a look at the cloud question. Yes. Um, but I think I want to add that Wayne from Basildon has an input into this because he texted me. Okay. Um,
1: so now you have how? private Mystery Hour-related exchanges via text message while both listening to Mystery Hour, despite the fact that you'd never knew of each other's existence before discovering Mystery Hour and subsequently each other.
3: Mystery Hour, bringing people together, James.
1: Since 19... 19- um, whatever, carry on.
3: Yeah. So c- clouds are, are colloids, also known as emulsions. They're like um, emulsion paint or blancmange or custard. They are tiny particles of a liquid suspended in gas, as you wisely pointed out.
1: Gas, in this and, case, being yeah. air. Yes, Yes.
3: and gases do occupy much more space than liquids, as you would have seen with my exploding condom experiment that Michael and Jones, the engineer, will tell you about. Okay. Now, the point is, when, when light hits a <laughs> cloud, um, the tiny particles of water refract it or scatter it, and every time it moves from a gas-to-liquid interface, some of the light is reflected back. You know that water reflects, so it's going through thousands and thousands of interfaces, which means they appear white because they effectively reflect back all the light. So that's white clouds. Ah. Dark clouds, or thunder clouds, because they've got much, much more water in them, they're much denser, they absorb more light, and therefore they tend towards being black, because black's the universal absorber, whereas white is the universal reflector, which I think covers everything you need to cover.
1: I think that's pretty definitive. Thank you. There we go. sweating, man. I think Jones, Jones was still, still tripping about the exploding condom experiment. Can, can we see it on YouTube? Um, we can get it on YouTube. I assume we'll uh, get it up there next week. How good was it? I'm just going to ask. It was my, actually, People are wondering what's going on. Professor Hale does science shows. He doesn't just confine his genius to his students. He does science shows for interested members of the public and what have you. And Jones, the engineer, and, and Michael, the producer, went along to one. I, unfortunately, couldn't join him that evening because I, I, I had sort of short-notice work to do and they they absolutely loved it but 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 went I mean, absolutely excellent was what what Jones said it, what about ordinary people listening do you do normal shows for members of the public how
3: yes we do um all over the place and um I'll, I'll next time there's one that's going on um Friday's centre central london I'll, I'll let you know and you it's, it's
1: a national radio station mate I know it doesn't well, have to be happening in London country. what
3: all over the world we did it in Moscow didn't we I, I, Yeah
1: I from, So when's the next one
3: Um, We've got one in Peacehaven in a month. We've got one in Manchester in October.
1: See? It's a national race leading Britain's conversation. We're big in Peacehaven. We're massive in Manchester. (laughs) (laughs) What's the website? If people want to check it out, see if there's one near them soon. DrHale.co.uk DrHale.co.uk And do you do the Luminescence one there that you did with me in that pub basement in Soho?
3: We do that and so much more. Though. We make liquid oxygen. We use liquid nitrogen,
1: solid CO two. I'm going to bring my can I can bring my seven year old, or, or does your potty mouth run away with itself as usual? No, no, it
3: doesn't. It's, it's the, all the the, the, the humour is on several levels and <laughs> <there's never anything
1: laughs> like possible. the Simpsons, like the Simpsons, but with yeah. test tubes. I bring I bring the kids. Seriously, I'd love to. Um, uh, actually, I think they're more mature than Michael and Jones, so they probably enjoy it even more than they did. Thank you very much, Professor Howell. Round of applause, please. Oh, you got two. Who cares? It's one of those days. The sun is out. We're having lessons outside. Mary's in Eastcote. Mary, question or answer?
2: Uh, answer. C- answer, ca- James.
1: Carry what? on, Mary.
2: Um, sweet corn. Oh no! You yeah,
1: sounded I you sounded like. so genteel. Why are we going back to this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought I'd put it nicely. All right then. You were sort of right. Story of my life. Got a very thick skin. Yeah. Yes,
1: cellulose. Um,
2: yes, but it's fibre. It's not just sweet corn that passes through. It's oh. just we can see it because it's bright yellow. Right. It's also things like tomato seeds. Um, they can't be broken down by... But if you options. really
1: chewed up your sweet corn, you, you wouldn't... You, uh. mm.
2: No. It, it would just come out in smaller bits. Oh. It's one of the things I, I do I teach health and well-being. No, I, 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 I teach health and well-being with year oh. fives.
1: Oh, fair enough. The
2: experiments I give them to do is actually not eat sweet corn for a couple of days, then have a big bowl of sweet corn and um, just time how long it takes to work through their system so they know how quickly their digestive system works. What
1: sort of a freak are you?
2: (laughs) Their teachers don't look at me as if I'm mad.
1: (laughs) But the kids love it.
2: The kids love it. Of course yes, they
1: right. do. God, and, and it's earned you a round of applause. No, sorry, hang on, Mary.
2: Williams, my first.
1: There we go. And not your last, I venture. Although next time, let's try and keep it clean, you know. All right, Mary? If we can. Uh, Shams is in the city. Hello, mate. Question or answer? Uh, question in the
0: late... Just,
5: only three minutes left. Um, I'm sure you'll have a go at answering, James, anyway. Yeah, all right.
1: Um, <laughs> um, you invent you, you invent a game, mate. You can have a go at answering all the questions.
6: true. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Um, now that I've only
5: got two minutes left, yeah. um, I mean, I'm wearing aftershave. Um, obviously, you get used to the smell. Someone else walks past me with the same aftershave. Would I be able to smell it on them?
1: Yes.
0: Because you're going to say the aftershave smells slightly different on... Right?
1: Well, I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I used to flog aftershave. I used to work on the perfume counter at Beatty's in Worcester, and I, I can still name perfumes. So a woman walks past and I can go... It's not weird or creepy at all, I promise. I go, oh, you're wearing oh. Um, Trezor by Lancôme. So that answers your question, doesn't it? No,
0: no. Oh. If you're wearing an arpigate, you get used to the smell. So you oh,
1: you mean if you've, you've got it on at the time and someone else has got I it on, you mean, won't notice. Oh, that's a stupid question. <laughs> and we're out of time as well. Cheers, oh, James. Have a great day. Oh, dear, I'm off for a vegetarian curry with my new friend, um, the Harry Krishna monk. This is LBC. We'll do it all again. What? Tomorrow from 10. Um, And the next voice you'll hear belongs to Beverly Tun.